What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we were able to wrap up a pretty fun weekend of baseball with some electric games last night. I will start with the big one. I'll start in New York, the Sunday night game. Subway Series, Yankees-Mets. I mean, it was a four-hour game, but, I mean, looked like most of the fans stayed, and it was well worth it. Francisco Lindor was the man of the match. I'm going to start saying that, by the way, man of the match, barring a term from from uh, soccer. But 7-6 Mets victory. Lindor had a hat trick last night. Three home runs, obviously his best game as a Met. And arguably, I mean, some people might even say the best game of his career. It's definitely up there considering the fact that this is his first career three home run game. But when you look at what unfolded and how he hit the go-ahead blast and, you know, the the benches clearing, you know, he was jawing. So let's let's kind of rewind. So Francisco Lindor did hit three home runs yesterday. First one he hit um, from the left side, then he went from the right side, then went from the left side again. The third one he had hit was to break a 6-6 tie in the eighth inning. But prior to that, Giancarlo Stanton, just the inning before, had tied the game with a two-run blast to left center field. And so it was literally like, you know, Stanton hits a two-run blast and then right after Lindor responds. But while Stanton was rounding the bases for his two-run blast, he exchanged he exchanged some words with Francisco Lindor at, at uh, shortstop. And, you know, the benches, you know, he actually stopped, said some words, you know, backpedaled and finished his home run trot. And then the benches cleared because both teams were jawing at each other. I mean, obviously no... No confrontation, no physical confrontation, no fights or anything. But, you know, some tempers flared because I think, uh, you know, when Lindor had hit his second home run, this is what happened. Lindor hit his second home run. He made a whistling gesture to the Yankees because he was implying that the Yankees had been trying to steal signs the other night by whistling. So maybe he was saying, hey, you guys got to cut out the whistling or whatever. And then, um, you know, you have these series of home runs where they go at it. I mean, it, it, when I say go at it, I'm, I'm not saying they physically go at it. It's literally, it's just talking. But obviously, it it, it sounds good for, for the papers. It sounds good. Um, you know, when we talk about it on TV, oh, these teams had the benches clear. But obviously, no. It, it was just talking. That's really all it was. It was just some beef. I think that sometimes teams clear the bullpen, clear the benches prematurely. Like, anytime there's any little bit of jawing or anything like that some some teams will just fly out of the dugout obviously if you see one team leave the dugout well then the other team's going to want to leave the dugout too and people say the bench is cleared but i mean that that could mean a lot of things but nonetheless it was a 7-6 mets victory and i would say that's the most emphatic win of the year because it's their 341 million dollar man finally doing what he was brought to do. I mean, for being honest, they brought him for this, you know, to be that guy on the big stage, to get the big hits, hit the big home runs. And that's what he did yesterday. Three home runs for Francisco Lindor. Stanton hit a home run. So did Glaber Torres for the Yankees. So with the Yankees losing, this American League wildcard race, you know, has, has, has changed. The Yankees are now on the outside looking in. They have, they're one game out of a playoff spot as we speak. Toronto and Boston are actually tied for that first playoff spot. The Toronto Blue Jays, I mean, they are they are the hottest team in baseball, in my opinion. I mean, you do have the Giants who have won a bunch of games in a row, but, I mean, I think the Giants have won seven or eight in a row. 
But the Blue Jays have won 14 of their last 16 games, and it's been against good teams too. I mean, they they did just take a series from the Orioles, which which I guess <laughs> is is not a, they they are not a good team, but nonetheless, um, the Blue Jays have made up a ton of ground in the last couple weeks, a ton of ground, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is now putting people on no, notice as to say that you know he's he's been around all year at the leaderboards of the home runs. He just, you know, Otani has been on top, and now he has caught Otani. He had his 44th home run of the year. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is in the running for a triple crown. You know, he's he's tied for first with homers. He's first in batting average. He's tied for third in RBIs. He could very well win a triple crown. I mean, obviously, that would make things interesting with the MVP voting, but we all know that Otani is going to win the MVP, but still, it, it would be kind of crazy that any other year – a season like this from Vladimir Guerrero Jr. would make him the runaway MVP, but this is not any other year. With that being said, Vlad Jr. tied his dad's single-season career high with 44 home runs. His father, the Hall of Famer, the great Vladimir Guerrero Sr., has a season-high 44 homers. Now his, his son has tied him already at the age of, what is he, 22 years old? Yeah, he's 22 years old. So crazy stuff, man. We're seeing... Phenomenal baseball from the Toronto Blue Jays. Phenomenal baseball from Vladimir Guerrero Jr. So, as we look at things now, you know, the the, the Blue Jays are, you know, I said they were, they've been playing good teams. They have the Rays. They have the Rays lined up starting a series today. Boston takes on Seattle. The Yankees take on the Twins. So, these teams are going to be jockeying it out for the, for the remainder of the season. I mentioned the San Francisco Giants. They, they have won seven in a row. Just checked on that. They've won seven in a row. They are also hot. And, you know, yeah, they're winning. Seven consecutives. So that is the longest active streak in the majors right now, San Francisco. Second longest active streak would be the Brewers at five in a row. So if we move out to Los Angeles, we had some milestones reached by Max Scherzer. So Max Scherzer got his 3,000th career strikeout. Obviously, a major, major milestone. He's just the 19th pitcher in history to do it. Just the 19th. I mean, it was 13 years ago this guy was making his debut for the D-backs. I mean, we knew he was good. But he was just another young pitcher with a lot of potential making his major league debut. Now, 13 years later, he, he joins a very short list of pitchers. 19 pitchers only. He's the 19th to ever have 3,000 career strikeouts. Future Hall of Famer. Trolled a gem yesterday. He actually flirted with a perfect game. He took a perfect game into the eighth, but did his thing. Uh, his strikeout of Eric Hosmer was was number three K. He's one of just two active pitchers along with Justin Verlander to reach the three thousand strikeout plateau. But the Dodgers get an eight nothing win. Scherzer had oh by the way he also had an immaculate inning yesterday. So it's like what more can this guy do? I mean, we already know he can do it all, but yeah, an immaculate inning, nine pitches, nine strikes. Three strikeouts. That's his third career immaculate inning. Chris Sale just got his third career immaculate inning last week. So he joins Chris Sale and Dodgers legend Sandy Koufax as the only pitchers to do that three times. So big stuff from Scherzer out in LA. He's going to be very scary to face in the postseason. Nobody, obviously no one wants to face the defending champions. They, 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 have, they have it all. They have it all. Let's head out to Chicago. White Sox got a walk-off victory. Lurie Garcia hit a walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth. A classic walk-off. 
it was a 2-1 victory. Uh, Craig Kimbrell ended up getting the win, even though he did give up the game-tying sack fly there. He got a blown save and a win. Well, go figure. But uh, it was a really close game all the way through. But that home run, Lurie Garcia sent the White Sox home happy. And, you know, Boston loses. And obviously they now share first place. Or, I'm sorry, they share the first wild card spot with the Blue Jays. But it was, you know, two outs in the bottom of the ninth. It's gone to the point where, like, nowadays I root for extra innings. You know, it used to be before we had these, you know, the, the run on second rule, I used to dread extra innings. So you, you never knew how long it would take. But now... With the run on second rule, you know the extra innings are it's a different ball game and they're not it's not usually gonna last pretty long. You know you're gonna see some action. I know some people don't like that rule, but I, I'm actually a pretty big fan, not gonna lie. I, I really am. But we didn't get to see that in, in the in the battle of the Soxes or the Sox, I should say, White Sox, Red Sox yesterday in Chicago. If we head to Houston, so we had um you know Otani pitch the other day. Uh, but, you know, this time he, he he wasn't pitching. He was just back in the lineup with his normal DH duties. Did his thing. One for three yesterday. But Astros get a 3-1 win. And that dude, Kyle Tucker, was at it again. He hit his 25th home run of the year, a two-run shot there in the fifth inning, continuing his big year for Houston. He's now up to 293, 25 homers, and 902 OPS. Lance McCullers Jr., six innings with one earned run, seven punch-outs for him. I will say I did not realize that Yuli Gurriel was second in the major leagues in batting average. He was four for four yesterday, raising his average to 315. At a second in MLB. I mean, Gurriel's always been a good hitter. It's just interesting because he's old. You know, he came over to the major leagues as an older player because he had been playing Cuba his whole career. He's 37 now, but that bat, that bat isn't slowing down. I mean, he's a career 292 hitter, so the fact he's hitting 315 right now is not a surprise to anyone. It's it's always been there. But yeah, he's second in the major leagues in, in batting average. Go figure. Where else should we go? Let's head out to St. Louis. And I want to give a shout out to Nolan Arenado. So Arenado homered yesterday. His 31st. You know, this is a guy who's had a down year by his standards. By his sta- very lofty standards. But I mean, at least the power numbers are still there. He's at 31 home runs, 96 RBIs. I talk about, you know, the when when the leaves turn brown kind of thing. He's, he's exactly that kind of guy. The batting average isn't going to be there, but and, and you know, the OPS is down for him. But the home run and RBI totals are there. He is leaving the yard, and that's good to see. I mean, he's, he's having a good year, all things considered. It's just that, obviously, his, his, um, his standard is higher than a lot of people. You know, it's, yeah, that's, that's what happens when you're that good. But Cardinals get a 2-0 victory over the Reds thanks to that two-run homer by Nolan Arenado. But that's going to do it for today, folks. I think that'll be it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.